Welcome to Content Inspire, a podcast focused on sharing good people doing great things within the sports nutrition and fitness industry. Welcome to Content Inspire. Today, I have the legend and badass himself, Chef Bob. And um, I'm super happy to have him on Content Inspire for him to share his story because listeners, I have a feeling when you hear it, you're going to go after what you want. So introduce yourself to the listeners, my man. So my name is Chef Bob, but also Bob Kupneski. Um, Been with Ghost since November, but I've had a deep history in the supplement industry since 2009 when I first started with Cyvation. Um, from there, I worked with Cybation, now known as Extend, also Cellucor, all the way up to about 2016, 2017, when the company was sold to Nutribolt. And then I worked for Campus Protein all the way up until the migration over to Ghost. So history runs deep in the supplement industry. But other than that, um, I've known Dan and the crew since about 2014. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because Dan used to work for Cellucor back in the day. Um, before he was, I think he started first as a pilot and then he got into uh, Cellucor. And then now, as you know, he started with Ghost and you've seen where that's taken him. So he just keeps raising the bar and you got to really appreciate that. Yeah, Dan certainly is a, uh, a badass for sure. Um, and just diving deep into it, um, what is your why? Why do you get up in the morning and do the things that you do in regards to taking care of your clients? making your protein infused macro friendly baked goods and what is your why so starting back out in the day you know i've always grown up played sports was real competitive um played football all the way through high school on to high school you know that's just kind of where i like my passion for like weight training kind of came in weight trained all the way through college actually had the pleasure of training with IFBB pro Seth Ferrosi when I went to Indiana University of Pennsylvania and just kind of from there man it just kind of stuck with me I've done three bodybuilding shows since then but uh you know going along with the lifestyle being competitive you know we're always real meticulous about our diets how we eat um you know tracking calories things along those lines what most gym enthusiasts really do um cooking has always been a passion of mine and it's kind of funny. I just started tinkering with recipes one day in the kitchen and I was like, I'm just going to Google some recipes, try some lower calorie alternatives and just kind of see how it spins off and kind of just took it from there, man. So just weightlifting training, being competitive, it's just something that's always really stuck with me. So I just kind of took with it and uh, carried it over into helping others, not only myself, but, uh, you know, practicing what I preach inside and outside of the gym to not only improve what I do, but improve what others do. So that competitiveness and that why is why I drive and get up every day, man. Just great touching people's lives and, you know, turning the key to make things for the better. Okay, perfect. Thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. Um, And you did give a brief history in regards to um, where you've worked at within the supplement industry, transitioning to Ghost as an ambassador. Congratulations on joining the fam. Um, and so, but do you remember what was the first supplement you ever took? Oh man, this had to have been 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say the most common one. Cause I do listen to a lot of your podcasts, which is the BSN NO explode. 
but man, you're really making me dig deep back in the day. And I, I would probably say it was something along those lines, because what do most people look at when they look at a first time supplement is a pre-workout, you know, you want to go to the gym, you want to crush some weights. I would either have to say that, or maybe like an optimum way, but man, that's, ooh, that's past my, uh, my memory at the current moment. <laughs> well, I, I've already said it publicly a couple of times. My first one was the BSN NO explode. Um, and I think I was special in high school because I mixed it with orange juice because it was orange flavored. And I was just, yeah, that was, that was my good, that was my first supplement that I ever took. So, but yeah, but nowadays ghost legend all the way. Agreed. Yeah. And then, um, leading into the next question is how did the relationship with ghost start? So I first met Dan in 2014 at the Arnold classic um, you know, cause he did used to work for Cellucor then. And, you know, it's kind of amazing. Just, you know, you see the guy on YouTube all the time with ghost, what he does, how he interacts with his team. Um, just, you know, I, I think you met him down at South Carolina when you went down to the TN, TNS bash. Is that right? Yes, that is right. So you can just see, you know, I haven't really met him in person besides the Arnold, just like his aura, just like how he talks to people, how he interacts with people and just his overall personality, it kind of feeds off the entire team at Ghost. And that kind of feedback, it's pretty crucial. I mean, he would walk up to literally people at the Arnold Classic, be like, hey, what flavor do you want to see in C4? Or what do you think we can do to make things better? And that's one thing you have to really appreciate from Ghost is they take all consumer feedback to heart. Mm -hmm. You know, when Ghost, Ghost first launched Ghost Energy, first thing they did, they went back and looked at the formula and thought, what can we do to improve this? So, hey, we removed the Alcar, put in the, uh, you know, Carnapur LCLT, removed the B vitamins, removed the thiamine. And what do you have now? You have V2 that tastes better than ever. And you're going to see that with, you know, Legend, Legend V2, Size V2, Pump V2, you know, all the collaborations that God knows how many they're going to come out with in 2021 and forward, just, you know, raising the bar and expanding what they do. And that's just, it's just truly incredible to see how they unfold. Yep, you are right about that. Um, I talked to Dan at the TNS um, Christmas Banger, and I was like, a lot of companies nowadays will just release a product and then that's it. They won't reformulate, they won't do this, they won't do that. But Ghost is different. They'll take the feedback and improve on that product to make sure that it's the best product that it can be in regards to customer feedback. So, um, and Dan told me right then and there, it's because it's for the love of the game that he genuinely loves um, making sure that every single product is a home run. So it's the real fucking deal. Um, and so what is your favorite product from ghost? See, that's a tough question because, you know, I use all the whey and the vegan flavors with baking, yeah. but um, you know, if I were to just really boil it down, I would probably say, the greens is probably up there just because when most people see the product, they think it's just a greens powder, which is false. You know, it does have a large dose of greens, a large dose of reds, but also the biggest thing that I notice in it is the fully added probiotic and digestive enzyme, which really makes it a three in one, which people really overlook. You know, the clinical dose of DE111 at 5 billion CFUs, which comes out to 10 billion CFUs in full, the 110 milligrams of the digestive enzyme, how they formulated that product and how they sell it at that price point with the flavoring, 
just makes it one of the best overall greens products, I think, incredibly on the market. And it's not only just for the general consumer, I think it's for everybody because you can never have enough greens and reds in your diet, but most of all, it really helps enhance your overall digestion, GI tract, getting rid of bloating, things along those lines, which I think is one of the most overlooked aspects of any trainee is they don't listen to their body or how their digestive tract is in check. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I think can hold back true process or you know, true limitations to what they can achieve. Because as you know, social media is basically a cult with people eat this and that, people do this and that, and they're not really fine tuning what they do to their own personal standards. And Ghost Greens really just covers all the bases nutritional wise, greens and red wise, but also with the digestive enzyme and the uh, probiotic, which is phenomenal product in my opinion. Okay. And then let's say in the future, right? Ghost, Dan, Ryan, or someone at headquarters comes up to you and is like, hey, we would like to do an athlete exclusive flavor with you. What, what would you want? Would you want a protein with a chef Bob um, spin to it? Would you like um, maybe, let me see, like a, a greens or what, what would you want? It would have to be something with whey because that would only make sense for chef Bob. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know everybody says like, oh, collab this, collab that. I think, you know, a Reese collab would be phenomenal, but let's, let's, let's be real. We have peanut butter, cereal, milk, nutter, butter, mm-hmm. the milk chocolate. I'm sure they have many other things up their sleeve. They've been beta testing the Oreo, which I think will be phenomenal if that does release, or if they do release that, yeah. it would have to probably be something peanut butter, chocolate, maybe like a Buckeye, um, something that would be really cool. I think in my opinion would be like a frosted oatmeal cookie or like a white chocolate macadamia nut, you know, something unique, something that's not on the market. You want it to stand out. Mm-hmm. Uh, collaboration with maybe like golden grams or something like that. Just something really unique. So, uh, you know, whatever the flavor would be, I could definitely make something with it. You ain't got to worry about that. But uh, I would want it to be something that's not, you know, saturated on the market, something different, something unique for sure. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. And um, another quick question your way is, how has the response from your followers been regarding your protein baked goods? Pretty phenomenal, man. I mean, when it first started out, you know, a lot of people egged me on. They were like, you know, you should really sell these or just, you know, try shipping a couple out. So the first hardest thing is when you make a baked good, you have to realize it has a shelf life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, first of all, you have to make sure the packaging is correct in the box because you know how the mail is. Sometimes you get those boxes. It looks like they took a baseball bat to the side of it. And it's kind of like, eh, it's not going to be really too good on perishable or fragile things. So one was understanding a good way to package a product, kind of like when you ship cans, you know, they can get dented very easy. Um, but besides that, it's making things that have a decent shelf life. You know, you can't really ship things like cheesecakes or dairy-based products because, you know, frozen or cold foods just won't ship. So things like brownies, things like cookies, um, muffins, donuts, loaves, usually those are the go-to things that most people like. And um, over the years, as I'm sure you've seen on the YouTube channel, I've shipped some things to Dan and the crew and they've tried it. The throwdowns with Ricky, you know, those are always a blast and, um, you know, Still haven't really won one per se, maybe one or two, but uh, 
you know, it makes me realize that there's ways to fine tune things and improve for my behalf. And um, the response has been great, you know, ever since I started, you know, marketing and on Instagram a little bit, you know, it's kind of crazy because the first couple of times I'd put things up for sale, it would take a couple hours or so and I'd be, you know, sold out of what I have. Now it's gotten to the point where the second I put it up, it's literally a matter of a minute or two and there's 50 to 100 inquiries. And it's kind of like, yeah, I can't make that much because I work full time. And like you said, train clients, find time to train for myself. And then also find uh, all the other things that we got to take care of in life, which is our chores, which is a never ending task. So that is a never ending task for sure. Um, but that's awesome in regards to the response of your baked goods. And I know you do it as a, um, as a side hobby or something that you genuinely just enjoy doing. Um, would you ever go full time into doing that and providing your baked goods as like an LLC slash business? The hardest thing with that is one, you would have to get a building mm-hmm. and then you would have to basically get, you know, health inspected, mm-hmm. um, factor in all of the, you know, electrical, all the other bills that are associated with it. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you have to realize that, you know, I work for Erie Insurance currently, and not only do they offer a 401k, a pension, phenomenal benefits and all that stuff, you're going to remove all of that when you start your own business because you're starting from scratch, yep. you know? you have to factor in the big picture of what you currently get from your profession. And if you were to shift gears, what things you would have to cover. So it's a big, like I always refer to, it's a big picture thing. You put the pieces of the puzzle together and you have to factor at the end of the day, would it be worth it? Maybe starting out, it would be very slow. You would take a big loss, but with COVID and everything that you do see associated with small businesses, it is a struggle. And even some of the larger businesses that are like, huge as far as ice cream companies, cookie companies, um, anything that you can really purchase online and ship to your doorstep. A lot of them have closed down within the last, you know, 12 to 18 months since COVID has arrived. And really only the big dogs are the ones standing. So it's, it's a very tough market at the moment. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that insight with me and the listeners. Um, So dropping another quick question your way is what advice would you give to someone who might be afraid to go after it in regards to putting themselves out there on social media or afraid to maybe go after what they want within the supplement industry, maybe a career, a position, you name it. So this is kind of tough because, you know, as much as you hear it from so many other people, it's true, but you just have to pursue your passion. And just like you, you know, you like to pull people on, see what their why is, see what their passion and pursuit is. It all comes down to, you know, your mental fortitude and where you want to go in life. You know, if you have a desire, you need to chase it. You know, if it's something you enjoy, you have to pursue it because you will never accomplish anything unless you actually go after it. And I think Wayne Gretzky said it best, you know, you missed 100% of the shots you don't take. If you have something that you want to pursue and do, you need to do it. You need to get off, just look at it, find ways to improve on it and enhance your knowledge on it and make the most of it. You know, when I first, you know, started coaching clients, I didn't know a whole lot about health, nutrition, you know, how males and females differentiate between, you know, training, factor in all the health related things, blood work, things along those lines. It's a never ending task. And the same can be said with social media, your job the supplement industry, we're always learning. 
And the day we stop learning is the day that your competition gets ahead of you. So whether you want to go out and pursue that job, take an interview, if you're not going to do the research or trying to, you know, enhance your own knowledge, knowledge is power, man. The more you know, the better off you're going to be. So all I would say is research what you want to do, find your passion, light the fire and just go after it, man. Okay. Well, listeners, you heard it from Chef Bob himself. Um, just go after it. And dropping another quick question your way, but I, this one's more of a fun one. So what is your favorite show to watch on Netflix, Hulu, or Disney Plus when you do have time to do that, when you're not training your clients, working full-time, and making your baked goods? So it's funny you say this question because I do listen to, you know, like a lot of the others. And I have to agree with when you interviewed Heather, she's like, I don't really watch TV. Mm -hmm. And I, I can kind of say the same for that. I mean, the really only time you'll see me watching TV is when like football's on. Okay. But besides that, I don't really watch a whole lot of, you know, series of shows or movies or anything like that. I think the last time you saw me in a theater was probably like Star Wars for like 2017 or 2018. But, uh, you know, don't really have a whole lot of time for that. But I would say if I were to watch like a series of shows, it'd be like The Walking Dead, um, you know, Stranger Things, you yeah. know. All those very, very popular ones that you see a lot of people following online. And then uh, I really like like medieval fighting kind of series like Vikings, uh, Spartacus, things yeah. along those lines. So if I ever get time, I'd like to like, you know, flip those on because those are always interesting to me in history. So. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that. And the fact that you listened to the Heather episode. Thank you, dude. Um, just the fact that you listen to the podcast. That's dope. Thank you. And um what music do you listen to while working out? So I'm a big um, metal and metal core guy. Uh, mm -hmm. Before COVID really hit, I would go to tons of concerts. I think I went to a couple before things closed down in March of 2020. I remember the last show I went was March 10th, which in Cleveland. And then they canceled the rest of the series of shows on the 12th, which was two days later. But uh, growing up, I've always been a really big rap guy. I think like the late 90s, early 2000s was like the golden era. You know, you had your Tupac, you had your Biggie, Bone Thugs. You know, that was hot when like, you know, DMX was around, you know, yeah. G-Unit. I mean, you name it, man. I mean, I had all those. I actually still have all those CDs in my car. I have about 200 to 300 of them. But, uh, you know, once I started going to shows, going to concerts, I really enjoy all music, to be honest with you. And uh, just really depends on the mood. Can't go wrong with like an Eminem. Can't go wrong with a Drake. But uh, listen to like a lot of things like As I Lay Dying, Kill Switch Engage. And a lot of the people I have seen live like August Burns Red, Stick to Your Guns, um, Architects, um, In This Moment. I mean, I could probably list off hundreds of bands. But, um, you know, going to concerts, definitely a great time. And hopefully that soon comes back in the near future once uh, COVID kind of dies down. Okay. Well, I was looking forward to meeting you at a ghost event in the future, but when concerts come back, since I love August Burns Red and a whole lot of metalcore and hardcore bands, let's meet up at a, at a concert, my dude. Hey, maybe Pittsburgh, Cleveland, or Buffalo is around my area, but I have driven. The furthest show I driven to was Rochester, and it was almost like a four-hour drive when um, As I Lay Dying kind of got back together. And I'll tell you what, I got home like three in the morning and then I had to work the next morning at five. So that was a little rough, but I can definitely make a drive if we have to, man. You ain't got to worry about that. Okay. And um, 
Jeff Bob, I just wanted to say thank you so much for getting on Content Inspire, for sharing your story. And um, I greatly appreciate it, man. I know that when the listeners listen to this podcast episode, they're going to go after what they want. So is there anything that you would like to say to the listeners before we hop off? No, just I'm really honored to be on here. You know, when you look back at the list of people you've already interviewed or will in the future, I mean, it's it's a deep cast. I mean, you got a lot of great IFBB pros, a lot of great people in the supplement industry and just people in general who have a great mindset on what they do. And that passion and pursuit or that content to inspire others is truly, truly appreciated in the industry because all the feedback you can get from all the previous podcasts can really make you a much better person, you know, inside, outside of the gym. And I think anything you can do to well-round yourself or fine tune once you do is only going to make you a better person. And, you know, every day we wake up, every day we do what we do, there's always ways to improve. And I tell that to myself every day, you know, regardless of what we go through, you know, the struggles, the highs, the lows, there's always going to be better days. And, uh, you know, any kind of information you can take off podcast or from other people, take it to heart, implement it, see how it affects your life and kind of take it from there, man. Like I said, we're always learning. Damn. Well, listeners, till next time.